Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders, thanks to OAC Digital. Round 12 is the NRL Indigenous Round and we're off to Queensland Country Bank Stadium to take on the North Queensland Cowboys. Joining me for the podcast, as always, is the Raiders media team, John Croyder and Tom Logan. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen, and uh, we're ready to go again for another big week. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait. Should be a really good game up in Townsville as well. Been really looking forward to seeing, seeing our stadium, seeing our boys run out there. It, Looks fantastic up there, so a uh, bit of a change to the weather conditions too. It's been freezing this week. Yeah, Tom, a, a bit of a different way at uh, training this week. I noticed a few of the guys mentioned uh, in the press conference uh, earlier in the week that they'd been wearing some extra layers and things like that to prepare for the game. Uh, what's the, the theory behind that? Yeah, it's, um, it's obviously to acclimatise the conditions. I think the team will be really looking forward to getting away from this horrible Canberra weather, so... I think the team really thrives on an away trips and it'll be good to see them on the road. Plenty to talk about this week. We're going to kick it off, gentlemen, with a new segment called Around the Horn. Around the Horn is a new segment. We're going to talk about all the news that happens here at Raiders HQ during the week. And I suppose, guys, the first one, uh, the addition of Corey Harawira-Naira to the team's bubble. Uh, he made his first uh, appearance uh, at training on Tuesday morning, Tom, and uh, has been named in the team this weekend. Yeah, it's good to see him in the bubble, finally. Um, you know, he's a really exciting player. Very damaging second row, so really looking forward to seeing him in the green jersey. John, I saw him um, up close for the first time um, this week, and uh, he's quite an imposing figure. He's a, a big player, um, and I'm sure once he gets some minutes under his belt, he's going to be more than a handy acquisition for the team. Yeah, definitely. He looks like he's in pretty good shape. He's obviously very skillful. I only found out recently... Um, when he was coming through the 20s, he started out as a fullback. So he's going to have that ball playing, those ball-playing skills. He's a good second rower and yeah, just a great addition to the team. Yeah, he definitely has uh, plenty of skill and that's one of the big things that uh, Ricky Stewart loves in his players is having the ability to, to tip on or, or be part in a, in a play um, and not just leaving it up to the playmakers all the time. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to see how he goes against the Cowboys. It'll be interesting to see how many minutes he plays this weekend uh, considering... He hasn't um, obviously had any um, sort of major team training at all yet, so um, probably an opportunity to give him a taste, Tom, and see how he goes. Yeah, yeah. obviously it's going to take a bit of an adjustment for him to sort of settle into the team. It's quite, it's quite hard for a player to sort of join mid-season, and especially in these current conditions, so uh, it'll take time, but no doubt he'll become a great player for us. Yeah, that's right. We'll see how he goes uh, this weekend. The other big one uh, in terms of news this week has been the potential uh, signing of Ryan James from the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I do believe um, that that is you know, progressing along quite well and hopefully we can have some official news on that soon. And if it does come forward, guys, uh, another very handy pickup by uh, Peter Mulholland and the recruitment team to get um, a player of uh, Ryan's calibre to the club if we can. Yeah, another brilliant signing from Pete. Um, I think Ryan James brings a lot, especially to the club off the field. I think he's a great uh, sort of mentor and role model from what I've seen and heard of him. Uh, and I think he'll be really good for a lot of our young guys coming through. Leadership's a big part of um, a team these days and he's been a, a really big part of what the Gold Coast Titans have been able to um, build over the last few years. And, and he's, they've probably missed his leadership a little bit uh, since he's been out with that injury. He's probably been the face of the Titans probably for the last six years or so, really carried that team through a lot of challenging times. He was, um, I've always heard good things about him as a, as a person and I've loved watching him play. Um, 
even though it has been for the Titans. Um, can play in the middle, can play in the, um, on the edge as well. Uh, just got so much to his game. Yeah, looking forward to seeing. Um, hopefully that, that eventuates and we can have a more official announcement on that one uh, a little bit later in the week. Uh, the other big talking point, guys, the return of John Bateman. Hasn't played a game for the Green Machine since the 2019 Grand Final. Uh, we've heard all the stories about how he watched that presentation against the Roosters and uh, we've also heard that he's watched the Grand Final uh, three or four times and he's even watched the Roosters watching the Grand Final. So uh, in terms of motivation, he's got uh, an opportunity uh, to come back and we know that he's finishing with the club at the end of this season, John, but um, a real opportunity for him to go out on a, on a high note with some really strong performances and another finals appearance. I didn't know he watched the He watched Roosters. the replay. He watched the Fox wa- Sports replay. Yeah, the Roosters watching the... You know, <laughs> like the I haven't even watched that. Um, but it's so good to have him in the team. He's, he's an absolute winner. He cares so much about winning. He does everything. And I'll just... The other thing I like is kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier. It was just um, how Ricky likes players who have got a lot to their game. And he plays heads-up footy. Um, he, he does the dirty stuff, but he can do the flashy stuff too. So with all these troops going down, to get someone like John Bateman back in the side, that is a huge win. Yeah, he's a huge competitor, and that's the thing I love about his footy. He's, um, he wants to be involved in everything, and, and he hates losing, and that's the sort of attitude that you want. All right, let's have a look at round 11 there, the match against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Really good 18-12 win in pretty tough conditions down there at GIO Stadium on Saturday night, Tom. And uh, once again, it was uh, the Raiders off to a flying start. Yeah, I think uh, that, that sort of early start sort of really set the benchmark for us. It, and again, it was, it was probably just one of those games where I think everyone really just sort of showed up and played their sort of, you know, sort of really sort of did their job and, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a collective team performance. I thought the defence in the middle of the field in particular, John, was outstanding. Uh, Dynamis Lewis got plenty of raps uh, during the week, and rightly so. His work in the middle there with uh, Josh Papali and, and then Ryan Sutton and Joe Tarpane uh, when they came on was, um, was fantastic. Yeah, they, they were absolutely fantastic. I thought Nami was just everywhere. Every um, like big, strong run the Rabbitohs tried to make through the middle, he was there tackling 51 minutes for him. And... Um, Ryan Sutton, he played huge minutes too. Like he, he was fantastic too. I think he, um, he looked absolutely gassed at the end of it. He, he just gave absolutely everything, and and you really love seeing that as as a fan watching, just going, um, these guys are giving everything for the club. Yeah, John, I thought that uh, once uh, we were able to establish a good defensive line, and particularly in that second half, it just didn't feel like South Sydney. Um, we're going to be able to come through us, and I suppose that's a really encouraging sign that the, the defence is right there. Yeah, exactly. There was just those two minutes in the first half where they scored those quick back-to-back tries, but after that we looked pretty good. We focused our attention after that second try and really were, were quite galvanised. I think that is a lot of credit to uh, the work of Andrew McFadden and Brett White as well. Like, There's a lot of new faces in this side, but if you just watched the performances and didn't look at the faces, you'd think that is the side that ran out into the 2019 Grand Final almost. Yeah, I agree. The combinations in defence have been different every week, particularly on that right edge, so... Um, yeah, great work by both Cappy and Whitey to get the defensive uh, sort of things focused and uh, and keep those principles right across the park. Uh, talking about Dynamis Louie, uh, he, he had a mighty game for the Green Machine and another one of those one-on-one strips there at the end of the game just to seal it for the Raiders. Let's have a listen to what Coach Ricky Stewart had to say about Dynamis' performance after the game. Yeah, him and Pup were our best, best two tonight and, and probably Dynamis got the points. Um, <clears throat> It comes back to the guy's personality, his character, without trying to sound too 
make it all nice and fuzzy for you. Uh, he, his character's brilliant, and uh, he's, uh, he's he's like Sia and Papa. The three of them are probably the uh, the greatest team first players that I've coached in regards to uh, at the Raiders here. They're, they're, they're just, they're a coach's delight. Yeah, that's a really good rap there from the coach and well-deserved too. Dynamis Louie having a sensational uh, second part of his season and looking forward to seeing him continue that uh, into the next part of 2020. Round 12 up against the North Queensland Cowboys at Queensland Country Bank Stadium, a new venue for the Green Machine. Haven't had a game there before. Looking forward to seeing uh, how the boys travel up there on Saturday, the 5.30 time slot. Uh, Tom, uh, a challenging one. Uh, obviously, the travel comes back into it, but um, maybe the, the conditions up there. It could be quite balmy still there at 5.30 uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it's not, it's not ideal playing up there. You know, the conditions up there can be quite sort of muggy and sticky and not really ideal to play a game of 80 minutes of rugby league in. But I, I do think that, the, you know, the players will really relish sort of being on the road. I, I know that our boys really sort of love to sort of bond on away trips like that and uh, hopefully they can get the job done up there. It's been a pretty happy hunting around for us, Townsville, in terms of uh, performances. I think the last couple of times we've gone up there, we've been able to come away with the two points and I'm sure they'll take some confidence into this one. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we've been pretty good up there. I remember last last year, I think uh, Jordan Rappenau had a really good game. I think he scored a couple of tries from memory. And the time before that, it was Joe Tarpanay. I think it was the Anzac round. Um, it was 2018. We weren't going too well back then, but we put in a really good performance. And it was, I think it was a similar time of year as well. So um, it shows that we can go from those these really cold conditions. I can't even imagine it being warm right now, but apparently it is warm up there. I think we'll be able to go up there and put in a good performance. Let's have a look at the team, thanks to Specsavers. And as we mentioned, a raft of changes coming into this game. Uh, the inclusion of uh, John Bateman, Corey Harawira Naira, and also Curtis Scott back uh, from that arm infection. He'll go into the right centre position, Tom. And uh, judging from what I've seen at training uh, this week, he seems ready to go. He seems like he's in a good place and ready to come back and, uh, and, and try and get himself back into some good form. Yeah, we know we know Curtis is actually quite a damaging player, and you know he ju- he just needs to have a couple of those little th- early things go his way, and uh, no doubt he'll, he he's capable of putting in an impressive performance. Yeah, I agree. Curtis has um, definitely got plenty of potential, John, and uh, his combination with Nick Kotrick in those first couple of games of the season was really strong, and I'm sure that they're looking to get um, that back up and running again this weekend. Yeah, definitely, and I think. Like one good thing is I think his best game of the year was our other game in Queensland. And he's, when he was with Melbourne, he played a lot of games playing in Queensland Cup. So he'll be used to the conditions and I reckon he'll be ready to go. I really think you guys are on the money there. Yeah, let's have a look at the way of the other changes. And Jordan Rapiner, he goes into fullback this weekend. He'll cover for Charles Nickel Clockstad, who is out for a couple of weeks with a finger injury. Uh, I thought he was wonderful, Tom, at fullback last week when he uh, had the limited opportunity um, before he had to go off late in the game with that HIA. And um, he picked up the player of the week with that wonderful try-saving tackle on Adam Reynolds. So you know he can do a job defensively there as well. Yeah, I've been really impressed by Rapper's performances recently. It was only yesterday when uh, Johnny and I were sort of just uh, talking in the corridor over coffee just how impressive Rapper has been over the last few weeks. You know, he looks like a man on a mission, really sort of possessed and you know, making a lot of sort of those really rough, dirty carries. Yeah, he's a fantastic player and um, just a wonderful bloke to have in your team, considering that at the start of the season um, he wasn't even here. He was over, um, you know, playing rugby in Japan and uh, we thought we'd seen the back of him, but great to have him back in the side. 
The, the changes on the uh, starting team, uh, Hudson Young to lock. What do you like about him playing in the middle part of the field, John? I, I really like it just because you know he's going to do a fantastic job um, in defence. Um, it was only a couple of weeks ago against the Roosters where he just did a fantastic job on Boyd Cordner. Um, also, he can do those dirty runs. When he first came into the Raiders setup as well, Like he was playing as a middle. So he's got that versatility about him. And I just think that he's going to do do a really good job. He's just got that, um, you know, he can play big minutes too and, you know, he's not going to shirk away from uh, any big boppers running at him. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go up there in round 12 against the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, fearless prediction time. Uh, three zeros again last week. Oh, I got a one. Oh, did you get a one? Semi Valamay got a try. He did actually, yeah. Great story there through the week too, John, on Semi. I noticed you sat down with him. That was a, a really good yarn and nice to learn more about the Fijian fly. So well done on that one. Let's talk fearless predictions though, Tom. Um, what do you got for us this week? Uh, I'm not making it easy for myself, but I've just got a feeling that Saliva Havili's in for a big one and he's going to cross over as well. I think he played a game against the Cowboys where he might have scored a try from dummy half. He so. did 2018. Round yeah. five it might have been. Jeez. Nostradamus over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Johnny? Ooh, I think I really like the way that Rapper was playing last week. I know you tipped him for two last week, didn't get the chocolates. But I'm going to go with your fearless prediction from last week. Jordan Rappiner for two tries. For a double playing at fullback. Uh, I'm going to go for Curtis Scott. I think that um, he's got a real point to prove this weekend. I've just got a feeling he's going to have a big game. Uh, and he'll get a try. And he'll also get a try assist uh, for Nick Kotrick nice. in the corner. So nice. that's my yeah. prediction this weekend. <laughs> Joining us on the Behind the Limelight podcast this week is Raiders and Indigenous uh, player Jack White and Jack, great to have you on in Indigenous Round, mate. It must be a round that fills you with plenty of pride when you, um, you know, when you get to recognise your people. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's one of them rounds uh, we wait for all year, and uh, very excited to uh, represent and um, yeah, have some fun this weekend. Mate, your uh, football this year uh, has picked up where you left off last season. Um, are you happy with the way things have progressed, considering all of the challenges that the team? Uh, has faced uh, obviously this year with COVID nineteen and everything that's gone along with that. Yeah, definitely. As you as you just said, it's been very difficult and um, had a lot of changes, a lot of injuries, and uh, new combinations with me and Georgie. But personally, I'm I'm pretty happy with my form. And um, as I said last year, I'm just going to keep building and building. And in this position, every week's a learning curve, you know. So um, I'm enjoying it though and having fun, uh, taking taking it all in my stride. Fun is a word that gets thrown around a little bit sometimes. How important is it to actually just go out there and enjoy your football and, and have some fun? Yeah, I think I um, I lost that for a few years, you know, and um, since I got it back, it, it it's um, really showed me uh, how much better uh, makes makes me life and football. You know, when you're enjoying it, you're not enjoying it. It's a, it's a pretty tough slog. So um, to have that feeling, and uh, as I said before, the the fun in the game, it's um, that's good. 2019 was such a, uh, an incredible year for the team, but also you personally. Um, do you look back at that year and just think, um, you know, this is why I play the game for, for moments like this and to go through and play the grand final, to make you know, state of origin Australia, it was just a sensational year for you personally. Yeah, 2019 was massive. Uh, ticked a lot of bucket list. Um, you know, it just makes me more hungry to do it again. Uh, the, the, some of the feelings I've got, um, pretty undescribable, you know, and um, yeah, so hopefully one day I can do it all again and uh, relive feelings like that. So it's definitely what we play the game for, that's for sure.
Ricky decided to shift you back to 5'8 and, uh, and give you that uh, more hands-on-the-football type role and it's one that you were able to take with both hands. Is, is it something now you just feel totally comfortable in and, and, um, and making the position your own? Yeah, we tried a little bit earlier in my career and I was um, not quite ready, you know, so uh, this time around when he gave me, gave me the heads up, I was, I was very excited about taking it on board and yeah, now I'm just trying to add more strings to the bow, you know, and um, learn things every day. So, But I'm, I'm definitely... Definitely taking it and running with it, and that's a position I want to keep playing. I don't want, I don't want to change again. Where does Jack Whiten go with his football from here? I mean, you've, you've had all that success last year, and the, and the team, despite the horrific injury tolls, tracking along quite well at the moment. Where do you want to get to? Mate, my main goal is um, playing good week in, week out for this club, you know, and um, trying to get us back to a grand final shot again. Uh, that's the main one, and everything else works off the back of that, you know. So uh, don't look too far ahead, week in, week out, and um, try and stay fit. and. And the football will do the talking and take me where it's going to take me. So that's my goals, mate. You talked about George Williams earlier. Uh, what's he been like uh, as an addition to your halves and how have you enjoyed working with him? Yeah, George is good. Uh, he's a great follower off the field and um, he's a great footy player, you know. Every time he takes a line on him, he's very dangerous. Um, I think we've done a fair job at uh, getting the team around so far. We've got a little bit of work to do with, with our comms and um, steering the boys, but uh, so far so good, mate. And, it's only up from here, you know. We've only had half a year, half a year together, and um, hopefully we've got a few more to go and um, just keep building and learning with each other. Unfortunately, the injury to your usual roommate on away trips, uh, Josh Hodgson, has changed the dynamic of the team a little bit and, and probably given you and George a little bit more responsibility. Is that something that you've enjoyed? Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, shattering losing Hodgie, but uh, me and George are really taking it on board to step up and um, take a little bit of ownership and lead the team around and... You know, the, the two boys are chucked in there. It's, um, it's suiting, suiting us the way we, we, we want to try and play now without Hodgie because they're, they're good listeners and they get us going forward, you know, and we're just playing nice and simple. And, um, yeah, the boys filling in and doing a great job. Mate, you've been around this team a long time and you're one of the more experienced players in the outfit now. Uh, when you look into the middle of the field and you see a guy like Josh Papali playing the way he is at the moment, um, it must fill you with a lot of confidence that you've got some good football to play off the back of when he's in the form that he's in. Definitely, mate, you know, and um, I think he's really, you know, he's brought Dynamis Louis up to, up to speed with him also. He's been massive for us, you know, so seeing them two romp around in the middle and um, we've got the other Pommy Ryan Sutton, you know, it's, it gives me a lot of confidence. Even when we're down and out on troops, we've got them big boys going forward for us and bashing it up, you know, and um, if you look around, you need a little bit of confidence. That's, that's where you get it. Uh, so I think if we can keep sticking strong and uh, fighting through, we'll go all right. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the interview, uh, this is round 12, uh, the Indigenous round. Um, you know, just in a couple of sentences, you know, explain to us what uh, the importance of the Indigenous culture is to someone like you. Yeah, it's, um, it's a massive weekend, you know, and, and you can see the love throughout the whole NRL and um, you can see the represent, representation of Indigenous players throughout the NRL, um, some of the best players in the game. So uh, to represent our people and, you know, give people hope and... Um, Show them there's a path to be lived there. It's, it's what it's all about. And um, that's all we're trying to do is uh, be someone's role model, someone's uh, idol, you know, and just give them that confidence to, to, to take that stride and chase their dreams. Well, mate, it's been wonderful talking to you today. I know you've got a, a busy schedule ahead for the rest of the week, so we'll wrap it up there. And uh, good luck against the Cowboys this weekend. Cheers. Thanks for having me on, Benny. Thank you. There he is, Jack White. And Canberra Raiders and Indigenous All-Star there uh, getting ready for round 12. That's all we have time for this week. We'll catch you next week on Behind the Limelight.